Hello, welcome back to TCS Sport. Back again, the casual fans, with another podcast. Uh, I am joined by Brexit Steve. Bringing back Brexit Steve, Brexit Steve, Brexit Steve. I like it to a theme tune. Stop Brexit. Brexit Steve, Brexit Steve, Brexit Steve. I told you I was going to surprise leave, you. Leave, 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 leave. <laughs> You're taking that from another uh, political organisation. I won't bring that one up. Right, moving on straight on to the podcast. Let's skip the banter section. Obviously, we just leave Brexit Steve. That's all the banter we need for Great the week. Great banter. Great banter. Hashtag briefcase banter. <laughs> I swear, we reference... Grow up. <laughs> we reference more from other shows sometimes. And yeah, I don't even know where I'm going with it. Anyway, Keep or Sell podcast. This is the final episode because, as with the rest of the country, we're only Big Six based, Big Six focused. So uh, we're not going to do any other clubs. Um, <laughs> we're not good enough. We don't know enough about the other clubs anyway. I do. We're only two people. I do, because I'm hard. Oh, you're hard. <laughs> Anyway, Manchester City, dive straight on him. City. City. I, I keep saying this about the other podcast, but this one shouldn't really be that long because arguably, having just won the league, they don't need any change. Maybe no, you always, you always need to bring a couple of players, players in. Players in. Yeah, all right, Paul Merson. That's what, they, that's what they forgot when they beat Man United on goal difference on the final day of the season. They brought in people oh, 11, like 12. Scott Sinclair. To, he was, before, was he before? No, he, he was brought in and told he was challenging Simeon Azri. And Nazi was like, don't worry, mate. <laughs> he ain't starting, I told you. Is that why he got fat? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. He obviously, uh, he obviously wants to enjoy himself now, like Fat Ronaldo. Yeah, well, he's good enough too. Nazri. Mm. But, I remember when we when Arsenal signed Nazri, it was like, oh, he's the next Zidane. And there was a lad I was working with who was like, well, no, he'll be the next Sammy Nazri. Yeah. There's so many players you see, always oh, the next this, the next that. And... Yeah, especially to compare someone to Zidane as well, like you've got to be sure if you're yeah. if you're doing. There's a different style of player to Zidane as well. Yeah, well, Zidane's sort of out on his own in that grace yeah. and elegance for the the sheer size that he was as well. Yeah, all he really had a really good headbutt at him as well from time to time. Yeah, <laughs> just on Zidane because you know what we love digressing, and I keep saying, like I said, it's going to be a short podcast, and we're really I don't think Zidane should be on sixty one hundred. Pipe down. They're going to say it was a bald theme that they like, but Zidane or Ronaldinho. Who did you prefer? Ooh. Oh, that's a good question. That's a tough one. Because I know... Do I have to answer it now? You don't have to answer it now, but maybe I'll answer it for you. Because when we've spoken before, obviously different debates that we've had, you always said that in that one or two year period, Ronaldinho, if I'm misquoting, say, mm. Ronaldinho was the best player that you've ever seen. Yeah. So would you therefore say that he's better than Zidane? Or was better than Zidane? Well, I was talking in context with Messi, with Ronaldinho yeah. and Messi. Yeah. And like I say, on his on form, Ronaldinho was far better than what Messi was. Really? Uh, Even though the, the Messi's 91-goal season that was, I don't think, will ever I'm, be breached. Yeah, but I'm just talking about what, what he could do with the football. What he could do with the football and create. And, all right, yeah, he didn't score as many, but was he creating more? Yeah. But in his, he... Ronaldinho was literally unplayable. But if I had to pick between the two of them... Uh, Ronaldinho and Zidane. I mean, you could have them both in your team because obviously Ronaldinho, you can play out left. Yeah, it's different. Obviously, 10. he plays in a different role. Yeah. But if you if you were to say, or oh, hold guns to your heads, you can only pick one of the two, I'd probably have to pick Zidane. Fair enough. I think I just agree, even though I share your thoughts. Maybe not about Ronaldinho better than Messi because Messi for me is and will always be, will probably always be the greatest player that I've ever seen. 
But Ronaldinho, I take nothing away from Ronaldinho because he certainly doesn't get anywhere near enough credit as he because he only did it for two three seasons. Some people saying that Neymar's better than Ronaldinho. <laughs> Sorry, Neymar can't lace no. Ronaldinho's boots. He has a good record for Brazil. Neymar, but... Neymar went to Paris Saint Germain to try and win a Ballon d'Or and still didn't win. Because that same season that he went to Paris Saint-Germain, they signed Mbappé and he was the second best signing. Yeah. yeah. But, as ever, we digress and we should really get back to City. Just a nice little introductory question for you to open the podcast. Skip the banter. Yeah, straight which has absolutely stuff. nothing to do with uh, City's squad. No, I know. I will ask you this question, though. Question. Does Ronaldinho wear a goal? <laughs> if he played for City, he'd wear a goal. <laughs> Zip right up to the top. Double, double, double. I love it. I Call the cops. Yeah. Well, I'm off my chops. <laughs> right, City. Do we really need to talk about any of their keepers? Actually, yes, we do need to yeah, talk about Yeah, we do. We keepers. need to talk Edison. about all their keepers. Yeah, Edison. Because he, for me, is great with his feet. The best keeper I've ever seen with a ball at his feet. But he's not a good enough shot stopper. No, I'd agree with you. He's better than uh, Bravo. Shot stopper wise, yeah, uh, and that's why I had to bring him in because I and think... he's been a great signing. I just think you see moments in the Champions League. Not that he could really do anything about the two goals that they conceded at, or the three goals they conceded at Madrid, but I think maybe not for the system Pep plays. There are better keepers out there. We've, so... we've touched on it before, though, haven't we? Like that's how Guardiola wants to play. Yeah. So you could City could sign anyone, couldn't they? If they wanted to, they could go and sign Quartar. Yeah. And then you'd probably be guaranteed to win a Champions League because he's he's a better goalkeeper. Yeah, but he can't do system. he can't do what Edison can do no. with his feet. You know, he can't play the ball six inches, well, three inches <laughs> over his line, just over his Half line. Like, over yeah. His line. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Edison obviously is going to keep Stefan. You'd probably keep if he's happy being second string, but he's obviously he already proved he's no Edison because when he tries to play with the ball on his line, Mane tackles him yeah. and concedes a goal. And Scott Carson's there because he's a fantastic cheerleader. Hey, I think he's younger than you, Scott Carson, not to give away your age or anything. Is he? He's, I find it right now. He's How old would you say Scott Carson is? I thought he was 38. I, I love playing this game in terms of how old people look. Yeah? People look and people are. Is that what you do when you go clubbing? Yeah, man, I just look around. He's 36, Scott Carson. Okay, so... Uh, but yeah, he's still... He's not younger than me. No, but he looks... A lot older than that. He's had, he's had a hard like paper round, isn't he? he like Especially for someone 50. on 30 grand a week. Yeah. I mean, he's had that same gap in his teeth since... Uh, yeah, but I like that. He's true to his roots. He yeah, could, he could get it changed if he wanted to because he's a millionaire, but, yeah. you know. Yeah. And he's, no surgery for this guy. Good lad, Scott Carson. He's clearly the liked and loved at City for the job that he does behind the scenes because they all speak highly of him and he gets the odd game I mean he's the most paid kit man in the league isn't he so <laughs> he played against Newcastle away a few years ago when they'd wrapped the league up Remember I mean one? I'm not being funny is he uh, is he playing Adam Sandler's water boy is he <laughs> well is the it? crocodiles are so angry because <laughs> they've got all those teeth and no toothbrush <laughs> that's quite that's a good what impression. mama says <laughs> that was a really good impression to be fair <laughs> best impression I think I've heard you do ach nee. <laughs> <laughs> right fullbacks Walker Cancelo Stone on keep. Don't you really? I'd get rid of Walker. Would you? I would, yeah. But again, you're talking about systems that they play. When Walker doesn't play, City are left exposed because Walker is the pace, so they can it's play that pace. high line. I know, but that's they, who do they have if he doesn't start? You've seen them get caught in the counter when he hasn't started. Cancelo isn't as quick, 
and usually Cancelo's the technical one that's because Walker isn't as technically gifted Cancelo you find all over the pitch Walker is purely there and he does a good job at it to for those recovery runs so they don't get counted on yeah but Vinicius Junior absolutely ruined them didn't they well so. not really because it, 60 minutes it was nil-nil and Walker was only about 50% fit and they didn't play on the home leg I'm hearing excuses because Walker wasn't fit yeah, but you've got to talk about yeah. Walker Walker did okay well, against Vinicius Junior and he was only about 50% talking about fit. who they've been linked with I was reading on the uh, Sky Transfer report that uh, Reese James has been linked with City because there's Apparently, something about a contract hasn't been offered by Chelsea yet, and his his contract's running down. But I think Reese James could do a good job at City. Yeah, Reece James I, would do I, a very I, good I job rate, at City. I rate Reese James quite highly. So yeah. yeah, you and me both. But but I'd get rid of Walker. I I think uh, I think he's got a mistake in him, uh, and not. I, this, these aren't my words. I quite like what Roy Keane said that time uh, when he gave away <laughs> a really ridiculous penalty. Oh, Let's go at home. Stuff, yeah, the man's an idiot. They're playing with an idiot in their team. Yeah, <laughs> that was. Uh, at least Roy Keane does the LAG, doesn't he? Keep it real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was quite funny watching that one. But I just think, again, talking about Edison assistants, because surely by that logic you get rid of Edison as well. He's got mistaken him. Well, yeah, I would. I'd get rid of Edison and keep Courtois <laughs> but he's, that's not what Guardiola does, is it? So, Yeah, I'd have to disagree on Walker. But because I thought, I mean, you'd be of the same opinion as me, obviously you're not, that Walker and Cancelo just keep... But the one I wanted to talk about was Zinchenko. Obviously, been linked with a few clubs at the time of recording. He might have already moved. Who knows? Yeah, Zinchenko. He wants to play central midfielder, doesn't he? But he can play left back, and he does play left back a lot for them. He does a really decent I would, job. I would, at left back I would keep cover. him. Yeah, especially seeing as uh, they've only got well, who's their other left back? Is it? It's normally um, Cancelo, isn't Cancelo it? Cancelo plays left back, even they're though he's signed as a right back. They're light. They're light on fullbacks. Yeah, well, one's in prison, isn't he? Awaiting a trial. Oh, yeah. He wasn't good enough to play for them anyway. Oh, he was he awful. Was sell. Yeah, he did I was, really well at Monaco. I was, I was amazed. He, I was ama- Every time he played, he always made a mistake as well. Yeah, yeah. Don't want to, I, I, to be honest, I don't really want to talk about him too much, especially no, no, with other fine. stuff going on no, that's around fine. him. I don't, he's not worth the air, airwaves. No. Um, and he should never it, play football again, not for a top team anyway, if he's found guilty. Yeah. Because um, obviously it's innocent before guilty, but yeah. It looks, certainly looks that way. Zinchenko obviously plays central midfield for Ukraine, but... Who, do you know who he's been linked with? Because I, know, I saw Everton. I think you said Arsenal Arsenal's well. been linked with him, yeah. I'd have him at Arsenal. I'd have him at Arsenal as well. And I'd play him central midfield. Yeah. That's where he wanted to play. Well, with Knowing that he could play left back if and when uh, Tierney gets injured because he is a bit injury prone. Yeah. Kieran. Yeah, so I think I'm in agreement as well just for the job that he does at City. I know he has made a few mistakes like the Champions League final where he didn't track Havertz and, you know, West Ham penultimate game of the season that he got yeah. called for both of those goals. Uh, but I still think he's a decent player. Redeemed himself against Villa. Exactly, he? because he came on and he was the only one that showed a bit of composure to get them back into the game. Anyway, centre-backs, Diaz, Stones, Laporte, Ake. Any movement there for you? Uh, Ake's been linked with Newcastle. Well, they've been told £50 million to buy him. I think that's how much they signed him for, isn't it? It wouldn't surprise me. It's a lot of yeah, money, I've yeah. thought, especially for someone who's just been relegated as well. Talking of full-backs, obviously he can play full-back, Ake. He doesn't seem to be quick enough though, does he? Um, he did all right. I know he didn't play that many games, but when he first came in, because City, I think Laporte got injured, uh, and so Ake was having to play a bit more, and he, he sort of struggled. Last season, any time that he was called upon, he was solid. Yeah, I mean, he's a, I think he's a good squad player, so in, that t- in terms of that, I'd keep him. Uh, there's rumours Laporte is going to be moved on. I don't know where to, but uh, to a team in Europe. Uh, another European team, sorry. Um, well, I, I don't rate Laporte who. 
I really do not rate Laporte. I, I remember he seems to have gone downhill since he changed nationalities from French to Spanish. Well, he couldn't get in the French squad. Maybe that's the reason that he was, yeah. wasn't good enough. But because, like I said before, he got injured and it seemed all the City fans are saying, I'll oh, wait till we get Laporte back. Yeah. Laporte's of Van Dijk's class. Uh, Van, Dijk, Van Dijk's class. Um, good player, that Virgil Van Dijk. <laughs> I was going to say of Van Dijk's ilk. <laughs> I got my words mixed up. But Laporte is of Van Dijk's. That's what City fans used to say, that he was of his class. I've never seen it personally. And to me, people can say English bias. Their best two centre-halves, Diaz and Stones. Those are the two that yeah, should be Yeah, and John Stones has got that little bit of pace in him as well to recover, hasn't he? Well, Laporte's fairly quick as well, but... Yeah, and so, I mean, Diaz and Stones obviously keep, keep. Yeah, yeah. Laporte, would you sell if you're saying links? With? I wouldn't, actually. Yeah. I'm quite surprised to be looking to sell him. But then if he's not happy there, then get rid of him and who do you get in? I think they could sign better centre-halves, to be honest, so maybe he's one that I'd say sell. You know what, he is one that I'd say sell just because I don't really rate him that much. Certainly don't rate him as much as other people do. Fair enough. Midfielders. Uh, so we've got Gundogan. There's talks that he's going to leave. I've, two, three seasons ago, I'd have said get rid. I, I honestly thought he was Pep Guardiola's love child. I couldn't understand how he was getting a game. Yeah. And he just seems to have kicked on, really. Especially last two seasons ago now when it, De Bruyne not, got injured. It's not just about scoring goals, but even he just seemed backwards and sideways all the time I when think he played. Maybe he's been told by Pep to. Maybe. That's what they were working on if he was his love child. Uh, <laughs> Getting in the box later, making those late runs. Because he, he, I think when he first came, he was sort of playing as a holding midfielder, wasn't he? And for the Champions League final, when they dropped Rodri and didn't play Fabinho, uh, Fernandinho, that's where he played. And that's why people were quite surprised. Because uh, that se- all that season, he'd been scoring goals, late runs into the box. And then Pep just decided to play him holding for whatever reason. But I'm in agreement, I think, keep... Yep. Assuming he's happy and settled there, because obviously there have been rumours that he was looking to go elsewhere. But yeah, I mean Fernandinho's gone, hasn't he? Would uh, you have offered him another contract? No, no. Likewise, no. He's had his he's had his time. He legs, needs to needs to get someone done. else in. Yeah, legs are gone. I mean, they're they're obviously going to need another centre half because he was playing centre half at one point, wasn't he? Or towards the end of the season because they were just I mean, struck down. I'm by looking, injuries. I'm looking down at the midfielders from what I've taken down. Grealish, Rodri, KDB, Bernardo Silva, who apparently wants to go to Barcelona. That's He's only going to Barcelona, though, if they sell Frankie de Jong. So, you know, okay. link with United. Yeah. If they get the money for him, then it, they can... Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't sell Bernardo Silva. No. I know I said he tailed off in the final third of last season, but I I think he's, uh, I think he's a quality player. I mean, if you're getting rid of him, then who are you going to bring in? They've been linked with Calvin Phillips, as has Liverpool, apparently. Um, and then that's that holding midfield I know, cover for that, yeah but that doesn't really make all they need it now the Fernandinho has gone yeah, squad, yeah. they? and then you've got a couple of youngsters uh, Palmer Cole Palmer yeah who's probably will come in and do alright and McAtee yeah who again people probably say go out on loan but they were saying that about Foden as well yeah. having to leave and you've still got Foden there and if you're talking about wide players you've still got Sterling and Mahrez haven't you well we might as well move on to the wide players because the only one that I could really sort of talk about as midfielders with a keyboard cell was Fernandinho. The rest of them, Rodri, De Bruyne, Bernardo Silva, Foden and Gundogan, who we did talk on, but keep them all. Yeah, absolutely. They're all quality players. So And Jack. Yeah, and Jack really had him down as a winger because he has been playing yeah, out left. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, obviously, keep. we've touched him in other podcasts. I think, or we both think that he'll have a better season next year now that it's a bit of time yeah. just to work, learn on the pep. So the two wingers that we should talk about, Sterling and Mahrez, 
obviously you said before that Mares has been linked with Chelsea on the Chelsea podcast yeah. that we did. That'd be a good signing for Chelsea because he'd play more minutes. As you know, I'm not the biggest fan of Mares. I think he's one of those where he has a good game. He gets really hyped and overrated. He always scores against Leicester. He scored a hat-trick for City against Leicester a couple of seasons back. And yeah. I was all saying, oh, how world-class he is. But in other teams, he he struggles. Uh, for me, I was surprised they bought him, to be fair. Right? for the amount that they paid for Yeah, him. yeah. I, I didn't think he kicked the squad on that much, as in making it a massive challenge to oust whoever was in front of him. Yeah. Uh, but Mahrez I'd get rid of personally yeah but there's every season it's always Sterling and Mahrez they're always both linked with moves away Sterling's always linked with Arsenal two or three and Madrid those are the yeah. two clubs that he's always linked with and it's been that way for two or three years because yeah. uh, he hasn't got that l- much longer left on his contract has he old Sterling no I don't think so but I'd keep Sterling there it just depends if he wants to stay there because I think yeah. this, this summer could be the summer that he finally does move especially now they've got Grealish who yeah but you still need you still need a squad don't you yeah. you still need because even if they've got Grealish there, you need, still need to bring someone else in. And the way he rotates as well, we discussed it before, all right, got Haaland there, but if they're in Jesus' go, then Foden, Sterling are probably going to be used as that second striker as well when Haaland's not playing up yeah. top. Because yeah. Haaland's not going to play every single game next season for no. them. Do you think Sterling's underrated? No, I don't think he's underrated. No. I think sometimes in some matches uh, he's a little bit overlooked from time to time, but... I wouldn't say he's underrated and I wouldn't say he's overrated. I, I think, think he's improved massively under Guardiola because of oh, the goals that he scored. Yeah. Even some people might just say Tappens in that, but he does have he quite scored, a large He hasn't influence. scored Tappens, he's scored three kicks and all and sorts. And when he cuts in. And yeah. for, at times when they've needed him, again, the final day of the season, he put the cross in for Gundogan to score their first yeah. when he came on. I know he hasn't started that much last season, which is why I think... I think last he, season he had, a bit of a, he had a bit of a, an off-season by his standards, but... I wouldn't be surprised if he comes in this season and starts firing again. If he gets the game time though, because yeah. if you're saying he's a left winger and they're playing Grealish out there. But Sterling plays both sides. Yeah, I know, but he's more inclined oh, Mahrez to play plays both uh, sides as well, really. But he, well, the Mahrez, he puts Mahrez right on the right more. The right but Mahrez always cuts in. You he's know he's always going to cut in on his left foot. foot. I know, which is why he always plays on the right, because yeah. he doesn't. I don't think he has that, that bit of pace to. He has this trickery to beat a man, but I don't think it's the pace to knock it past he someone beat, and cross it in. He can beat the first man, but if there's a second one there, then he's knackered like in the Champions League final. Against Chelsea. Yeah. Yeah, on Sterling as well, as he's talking about whether he's underrated. So do you think he should start for England? Oh, yeah. Without yeah. doubt. Yeah. yeah. Sterling should be starting for England. Because that's the debate as well that people seem to have. Well, I mean, we're quite lucky with England, aren't we? You've got Sterling, Grealish, Saka, Foden. So I say Sterling should start for England. But if he's not playing well, then you've got someone else who could play there. Yeah, Mason Mount, if you want to put him in one yeah. of those positions as well. But yeah. I guess we can talk about that when we, when we do the England podcast because yeah, that's going to be quite an interesting one that we have lined up Southgate in. <laughs> yeah, well, we won't be winning anything then, will we? We'll, we'll save it. We'll save it for the uh, when we do the podcast. Anyway, forwards, obviously, signed Haaland. They've got Julian Alvarez um, that they signed, loaned him straight back out to the club that I think is in Argentina, wherever they got him from. Uh, and he'll be coming in this season. Whether he gets loaned out again or not, we'll see. That just leaves Gabriel Jesus. Obviously, he's been told that he can leave. Again, at the time of recording, he might have left in between when I put the podcast out. So, would you have kept him? Would you have sold him? Or would you keep him? Would you sell him? I'd keep him if I was City. Uh, but when you bring in Haaland, and we, we discussed it before, Jesus isn't the sort of calibre of Aguero and it's a different style of player. Mm. And you need that sort of player especially when you need a goal 
90th minute and it's you need a winner and Jesus is the sort of striker you need someone else to create the opportunity for him whereas Haaland potentially will create the opportunity for himself given the ball and he might do something special yeah. like what Aguero used to do uh, so I don't, I'm not surprised that he's uh, being linked away and moving away if you're City you want to keep him but he's he's had his time of being second string to Aguero but I don't think he's a uh, he he does work hard he does score goals he does create opportunities but I just don't think he's your what you'd call your proper out and out striker no because well, he hasn't been used as City as the out and out striker well, sometimes he's playing so. on the right hand side isn't yeah. he so, but he, and he doesn't seem to moan about it like, no, he just gets some of it hard, like you say talking about who they've been linked with Strong links with Cucurella from Brighton. So that would be covering your left, left back. back. He's a good player. He had a good um, season last year. Calvin Phillips already said another one again today. Good. I mean, there's been links with Saka for both Liverpool and City, but I don't think that's ever going to happen, not this season anyway. Mason Mount again, apparently, because United are sniffing around him. City and Liverpool also keeping tabs on that. The other one is Gabby from Barcelona. The young lad. Yeah. Field, uh, Although I, I, I'm pretty sure um, his stepdad, Gerard Piquet, will probably have something to say about uh, him moving to City. Because <laughs> he certainly won't want uh, Mama Gabby going over to Manchester, will he? <laughs> Especially not the blue side of Manchester, being a former United player. Is that player. not libelous, that? Is that giving me legal advice before? Is, is are you allowed to say things like that? He's been banging Gabby's <laughs> mum. <like. laughs> well, apparently not. That's where it emerged in the last few days. Has it? So why was it all over know. social media that yeah, Shakira's was, left him because he's been oh, having he's it been away? cheating on Shakira. I don't know yeah. how, but apparently it wasn't actually Gabby's mum. And then well, I should, I should hope. Have you seen the picture of her? <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's what I mean. Um, yeah, because then all the stuff going around on social media that Gabby was then sleeping with Shakira. I was like, what's going on? What's all that about? Gabby's twelve. Yeah, yeah, but obviously, who wouldn't? <laughs> <laughs> Shakira, Shakira. <Yeah. laughs> that's why PK's mad. What well, I don't know what he's doing. He's lost the plot. Yeah. Yeah, but just on Gabby, like the guy has like a billion. I think they, they Barcelona um, talks to him to sign a new contract, but every contract that Barcelona gives to players is like a, a billion euros release clause, probably because that's the amount of debt that they're in. They have but, mental release clauses. I mean, yeah. Lionel Messi was like six hundred million his release yeah. clause. So obviously, if City wants to sign him, sign a link with him. They're going to have to pay, obviously not that much, but they're going to have to pay like a hundred million odd because Barcelona this they can decide. Yeah, but to if they if they're that much in debt and they're struggling that badly, then they're not going to be able to hold Man City to ransom. Because right. if you're if you're getting to the point where you're not going to be in business anymore and you've got assets to sell, you're going to have to sell them before you get liquidated. Yeah. But we should see. I still think Calvin Phillips with decent cover for Rodri. And yeah, I don't really know how much other business they'll have to do besides that. I know the chairman came out and said they they're looking at signing a few more players. Yeah, but... still need a few more just to add to the squad. Because yeah. it is, I mean, for the first time in a few years, arguably, especially if they lose some more players, arguably their squad is as light as it's been in a while. Yeah. Uh, hence why this podcast as well is taken shorter than the other ones. But we shall see. Shorter than the Spurs podcast. It is shorter than the Spurs podcast. That's yeah. criminal. It is criminal, I know. Absolutely criminal. Well, I can still edit... I can still cut that one at five minutes if you want me to go back and just leave it where you went Tottenham. I think, Shit. It, I think it'll be good for your YouTube clip, that will. Oh, don't no, I'll clip that one up. Anyway. I uh, think uh, I think for that clip, old NAFW underscore 1808 will love it. <laughs> what do we think of Tottenham? <laughs> I think we should sign Jack Wilshire just so he can sing those chances again. That's, that's a completely different conversation. Yeah, you have to win trophies though for yeah. that. True. Last question, as I always ask about looking ahead to next season City 
obviously they've never done three Premier Leagues in a row. No, hasn't been done we'll, since we'll Man United. Stop. No, but especially under Guardiola, last time they won two in a row. Uh, then the Liverpool. third season they they just collapsed. Really, City. I mean, they fell off. I think they got about eighty odd points. Finished quite away. Yeah, but Liverpool, Liverpool continued running away, but didn't they? Liverpool pushed them all the way last season, yeah. didn't they? But is does that mean the same? Do you think the same is going to happen next year? No, because I think losing Mane is a big loss. Uh, that's a lot of goals that they're giving away there. And City um, signing Haaland. City signing Haaland. And obviously, level. we've discussed on the Liverpool one about Darwin Nunes as well, depending on how he, he yeah. starts. But they're losing a lot of goals for Mane, not just scoring goals, but assists as well. He, yeah. he creates as well, So especially when he's on that left side. So I wouldn't be surprised to see City win the league again next season, albeit it'll probably be a little bit more difficult with him trying to be the third one in a row and Liverpool will feel aggrieved of losing it by a point again on the final day of the season but uh, again like I said with the Liverpool podcast City will definitely be the top two yeah of course yeah I guess the one for them is the Champions League isn't it yeah that's the one they really want to go after and I think that's where they need um, you said their squad's quite light that's where they need a couple of better players like we discussed with the goalkeepers you need a you need a shot stopper you can't. It's 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 really nice to watch, isn't it? Like you score one, we'll score two, sort of thing. But sometimes you need someone that's going to keep a clean sheet. Yeah, and there's cutting edge moments that you need. Especially if your strikers up top or your attackers up top, top won't take their chances and won't score their penalties. I think that might change this year with Haaland, but maybe we'll see. But you need to, as much as we said he he didn't flop. Grealish needs to start contributing a little bit more yeah. now if they want to win the Champions League. Um, and like I say with Mahrez he needs to start putting his penalties away if he's going to be taking penalties if he stays if he stays but we shall see that wraps City up rather nicely and that means we come to the conclusion of our top 6 keep or sell uh, so as ever thank you for listening and please share comment follow like subscribe do the usuals on all of the social media platforms it really does mean a lot um, thank you I should probably say it at the end of each one, but thank you for your support. It really does mean a lot. Um, and we will see you on the next one. See you later. Goodbye.